NHS 24 is marking its 15th anniversary as figures reveal the service has taken more than 20 million calls from the public since it opened in 2002. Now, to tell us a little bit more about the service, we have with us Professor George Crooks. Uh, Professor, thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. So, first of all, tell me a little bit about the service and the background to it. NHS 24 was set up back in 2002, at that time at the request of the Labour government in Scotland at the time, and it was to mirror a service that had started just previously in England called NHS Direct. And what it was primarily there to do was to answer the telephones when your GP practice was closed. And as all uh, the listeners will know, GP practices close around about six o'clock uh, on weekday evenings, and they're also closed at weekends and public holidays. And the idea of NHS 24 is if you have a medical condition that you feel cannot wait until your doctor's surgery reopens, you can call us by dialing 111, and we will then signpost you to the most appropriate service to meet your need or give you uh, information and advice that will uh, tide you through or help you manage your problem. I was just looking at some of the figures, you know, there's been particularly some years that um, the service has been used, you know, a real high volume of calls, even months and down to certain days where there have been massive amounts of calls. Is that mainly a seasonal thing? There are no doubt that at certain times of the year, uh, our call volumes are, are much higher than at other times. And that is particularly related to public holidays, and particularly public holidays where there's a four-day closure of your um, standard uh, primary care services at Christmas and the New Year. And of course, that time of year tends to coincide when these nasty viruses and bugs are often at their peak. And that tends to be the busiest and most challenging time for NHS 24. But over its 15-year history, we also had to cope with the pandemic flu outbreak that uh, ran around the world. And of course, Scotland was uh, prominent in the international press as we were one of the first regions out with um, Mexico and Southern California where, where the virus uh, reared its, its head for the first time. We were uh, one of the first sites uh, where we experienced the outbreak of that virus, which everybody now remembers was called H5N1. As we said, the, the numbers of people using the service has grown over the years, and, and so would have the, the, the staff as well. They must have grown as well, and, and the specialisation's grown too. Yes, I mean, NHS 24 employs a whole host of different members of staff, very similar to the staff mix you now see in most general practices across Scotland. So we have got non-clinical staff called call handlers who answer the initial phone call. And then we have got a whole host of different clinicians who work for us. We have got senior general nurses. We also employ midwives and paediatric and A&E nurses. We have mental health nurses. We have dental nurses. But we also have pharmacists and some physiotherapists and that sometimes during the week and at weekends, we also have um, some GPs who deal with our, with our triage for patients. So it is a complete multi-professional, multidisciplinary organisation. And what we try to do is to make sure that we, we marry the needs 
uh, of the patient with a response because for probably at least half of our callers uh, we are able to deal with them through their phone call and they don't require to go on to see another health and care professional but clearly some people phone us you know who need immediate transfer to the ambulance service and we are equipped to do that we have got a direct uh, ability to transfer a call while the patient is still on the line directly into the ambulance service to mount an emergency response so we go from people who are seriously ill with a life-threatening problem right through to sadly some people phone us with very minor and trivial conditions that the vast majority of people in Scotland would be able to manage by themselves with a little bit of thought or planning. Do you think the service perhaps helps uh, A&E around the country because you can almost get these people who would turn up at A&E with, with perhaps you know, symptoms or, or injuries that don't require a visit to A&E? Uh, there are no doubt there are significant numbers of people who phone us with conditions that in the past may well have meant uh, someone would just have walked into an accident in an emergency department. And what we're really trying to say to people is that accidents in emergency departments are precisely that. They are there for people who have got a serious, potentially life-threatening emergency or have suffered uh, a significant accident. And the advice I would give to listeners is if you believe you've got a problem where you think you might need to go to accident and emergency, providing it isn't life-threatening or you're in, in absolute agony, or it's obvious that you've broken a limb, for example, it will do no harm to phone us on 111 because we will be able to do a detailed clinical assessment and give you advice and signpost you to accident and emergency if you need to go there, but also to other places if that is the more appropriate place. For you to be treated. Now we, we often think when we contact NHS 24 as using the telephone but you know 15 years since the service began that there are many different ways that people can get in touch now. Yes absolutely we have got a we've got a significant number of, of our contacts now take place over the internet. The website is called NHS Inform and if you use the web address www.nhsinform.scot uh, when you get there, you can access a whole host of health information advice that can tell you about clinical conditions, medical ailments, and so on. But there are also self-help guides. And these are guides for the top 15 conditions that people actually phone our organization with. And it will take you through a list of questions. And these questions are modified depending on what answers you give. And it will help you to work out you know, whether there is something significant that needs you to go on to phone us or whether, in fact, uh, you can self-manage and it will give you appropriate self-management uh, advice and support online. Uh, Professor, congratulations on the first uh, 15 years, more than 20 million calls. It's a, it's a huge amount uh, to, to get through. Just remind us finally then of the, the number and the website. Okay, the number, if you have got a medical condition, I can't wait till your own doctor's surgery reopens. It's very simple. It is 111, just three ones, and that will bring you through to NHS 24. And if you're looking for health information and advice and to access these self-help guides, www.nhsinform.scot. Professor Crooks, thank you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you very much indeed.